This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Blue Shirts fans, welcome to the worst New York Rangers podcast, the podcast about the NHL's least favorite team, the New York Rangers. So the Rangers lose two out of three games, one against Ottawa, the other one against the Blackhawks. Both teams are not very good, and I guess it just says a lot about our team <laughs> that we're not very good either. Um, Jacob Truba is pissed. Gallant thinks that nothing is wrong, and I don't know what the hell's going on with this team. So uh, let's try to let's try to talk it out. Let's let's figure out what's going on. And before I get too far. Two out of these last three games have been against the Ottawa Senators. We won one. It looked really good. Then we lose at home, and we lose against the Blackhawks. I The first win was great because it was Halak's first win, and I've been the one saying that, you know, Halak does not deserve to be winless. He definitely has been playing better than what his score represents or what his wins and losses represent, and I think it's the Rangers that are letting him down. Um, a couple episodes ago, I talked about letting down Igor Shosturkin, and right now, I think we let down Jacob Truba, and I'll explain all that right now. So, I mean, before we played this game against the Blackhawks, I was a little upset because we beat the Ottawa Senators the first game we played them. We play it back-to-back. We lose to them in overtime, and as frustrating as that is, You know, a point is a point. And I know we always say that, you know, at least you got a point. Point is a point, blah, blah, blah. But at this point in the game, the Rangers need to be winning games. It's so stupid because, you know, these six really dumb games that we lost, however many they were, think about this. New Jersey's at the top of the Metro. They're untouchable right now, and we'll have to see what happens later in the season. But the Rangers would be in second place if we won these, you know, five, six games that we should have won. Not, not... Undefeated, not 17-game win streak, not a 15-game win streak. Just the six games that we should have won, we would be in second place in the Metro right now. That's what's the most frustrating. What's the most frustrating is as bad as we're playing, we're not out. We are not out of the contention. We're not out of the race. We can still be in the Metro, and we can still easily clinch the playoffs and have a good run this year, but it's the Rangers' own self-sabotage that's literally killing us. I don't understand what it is. And it all comes back down to our, honestly, blame anyone you want on this team, blame any person you want to blame on this team, 
You're not going to blame Igor. You're not going to blame Truba. Those are the only two people showing fight, and our top six are nowhere to be found. Where the fuck are we? Where is the Mika, the, the Criders, the Trubas, or the the Trotreks, rather, sorry? Where, where, are the, where are the top six forwards? Where are the scoring? Where's the kids line? Where the fuck is anybody? It just, it's, there's no show of last year's run team. The, the team from last year is just not here. I don't know where the fuck they went. I don't know what this offseason did to them. I don't know what getting to the Eastern Conference Finals did for the morale of this team. And like I've said before, yeah, we made plays and we've lost some of those trade deadline guys, but they were nowhere to be found in the playoffs. They weren't there at all. And I guess if you want to talk about upgrading or downgrading, we switched Trocek for Strom, and theoretically that should be an upgrade. Like, I I just don't understand why... This team looks so good, like player-wise, and they're playing so bad, like we're in the middle of a rebuild. I'm, I'm sorry to tell everybody, we've been through our rebuild. We're done. This is the best this team is going to get. We're not going to get anybody else. Cap space is just, it's too high. We're, we don't have any money. We might be able to get one late trade deadline acquisition this year to help push for the cup, but this is as good as the Rangers are going to get for a lot of years to come. And it's so frustrating to just see them literally piss it all away. And literally, besides New Jersey and Boston, every other team this year looks just fine. Every other team this year looks like they can be beat much more than they could have last year. And Toronto's starting to pick it back up. And, you know, we have to look at the Golden Knights. And, yeah, there's a bunch of good teams. But it feels like, competition-wise, everyone's a lot closer than they were last year. And that's what's so frustrating. It seems like the Rangers made such a deep run last year, and all the teams that they had to face, at least in the Metro, were the best that they've ever been. And such hard competition. And right now it's like, why are we playing so fucking bad against all... Every team sucks. Every team sucks. A few teams are good. But, you know, it's never been an equaler playing field than today. And right now, in this league, I don't get it. And I don't think our captain, Jacob Truba, gets it either. In the last two games, he's been in three fucking fights. And, you know, showing heart, I got to give it to Goudreau, too, because in the last two games, Goudreau's been in two fights, which is really not something that he should need to be doing. But I I really appreciate the fact that Goudreau went out there and did that. But same for Truba. Truba's out here laying booms, you know, boarding the Truba train, just laying people out, and got into three fights in the last two games. And, and and he's just trying to light a spark for his team. I get it. Jacob Truba is not playing his best. He's not where he needs to be. But the thing is, he's doing something. He's showing some light. He's showing some fight. He's doing what a captain should do. So, side note, I don't want to hear anybody say that they don't understand why Jacob Truba is our captain. And number two, I, I, I don't see how you seeing your captain of your organization, of your hockey club, going out there, putting it all on the ice, and how that doesn't make you want to fucking fight and win games. Okay. Um, so this has never happened before. I just witnessed the Rangers versus the St. Louis Blues, and uh, <laughs> it they kind of answered a little bit of the things that I was saying. Um, yeah, so I, I had to interrupt this episode because we got to pivot. Uh, we, we have to talk about this game at MSG with St. Louis and New York. So for context, this episode was recorded on Monday before the game against St. Louis. 
I was going to leave it off to, you know, this is right before the game. This is where we stand. I hope that we do better tonight. And then I was going to come back today with an update. And um, I didn't finish a few segments that I wanted to do, and the game just started. So I kind of just watched it, and I was like, you know what? I'll just make it a double episode. Um, that that could be fun, or I could add to my point of why the Rangers suck in this one episode, so we can leave it all in one episode. You don't have to bring, you know, saying that the Rangers suck to multiple episodes because that gets tiring. But this game was absolutely insane, and though I don't think the Rangers are where they need to be to beat the Golden Knights and you know Colorado, which are our next two games, this is definitely a good start. Absolutely a good start. So in the first period, we see three goals scored. And by three Rangers, unfortunately, one of the Rangers is now playing for St. Louis. So one of them was from Bushnevich, which still kind of, you know, butthurt that we don't have him. But that's a story for another day. But we see two goals by our defensemen. Starting it off like it has been kind of a replay of this every every game now. And when we need to get started, there's one guy that will start it off. And that's Braden Schneider. So Braden Schneider makes an awesome goal. And kind of lights this up for the team and kind of gets things started. Bushnevich comes and scores again. Um, it's like, a, I would say about a minute after that. And then a minute after that, Adam Vox scores. And this is all within the last like three minutes of the game. So this was like a crazy period ender. Um, it sucks that, you know, they let Bushnevich score. But it, it feels good going into the second. It feels better than it's felt for a long time for the Rangers. Unfortunately for the Rangers, the second period doesn't go how we plan. It never usually does. But, you know, the Rangers, uh, they only score one goal. That's by Trocek. And then St. Louis scores three. And you get this sinking feeling like, okay, here's a replay of what the Rangers do. You know, let's fuck this up. Let's blow this lead against a team that just can't win right now, which is St. Louis. And it's funny because my dad texts me. He's like, what the fuck are they doing? We're so much better than this team. And I text my dad back. I'm like, honestly, right now, we're really not, you know. I know talent-wise, and we have we have the pieces to make a deep run, and we have that depth, but we haven't been playing like we're better than these other teams. That's the problem. They're, they're, you know, Jacob Truba had to, you know, put his whole body on the ice and, and fucking go into three fights in the last two games before this to, to get something going. And, you know, the Rangers, the Rangers need to wake up and... You, you can definitely feel that. You can feel the tension. You can feel it in MSG. The Rangers need to make something happen in the third. And I, I just said to make it happen in the third period. And, and to my surprise, and I think to everyone's surprise, the, the Rangers make it happen. They absolutely make it happen in the third period. So we see an ending score of 6-4. Rangers win. And we see three goals scored in the third, which get us that win. Which are one by Keandre Miller, assisted by Laffey. One by Laffey, assisted by Mika, and one by Kreider, shorthanded, on a penalty kill, unassisted. Now, I'm going to break a few of these down and what what I would like to see moving forward. First thing I want to cover is our defense always put up when they need to. This was a big goal for Keandre Miller. It was his first goal of this season. And it's different with the Rangers, you know. Your defensemen don't usually score too, too, too much. But I feel like it's our defensemen in New York that kind of opened things up for us. And I really do think that, you know, hat tip to Keandre Miller for this. Really happy to see him get a goal. He usually plays phenomenal. And I was talking to my dad last night when I got home. And we were talking about the game. And, you know, our defense now 
any combination of any of our defensemen is going to work. I think, you know, we have a pretty strong defense. It really comes down to our forwards and our offense. So I'm really happy for Keandre, and I'm happy that he got that goal. And to piggyback off that, I will talk about Kreider's goal just because um, Kreider said something after the game in a post-media availability that I really want to talk about for just a second. So Kreider scores a goal unassisted on a breakaway on a penalty kill. We all know how fast Chris Kreider is. He's a fucking demon on the ice. He's so quick. If you give him a chance for a breakaway, he's going to take it. And, you know, we've kind of had that feeling like on breakaways, the Rangers aren't going to score anymore. You know, it's kind of been that, that sinking feeling like a breakaway. You're like, ah, they're not going to score. And, you know, Kreider beats him clean. He lays it in the net. And more importantly, to piggyback what, off of what I was saying, um, Kreider, Kreider says in the, in the interview, you know, that we all need to be a little bit better. You know, we love winning hockey games, and nobody, nobody's more hard on ourselves than we are in this locker room. But he says it really comes down to people like Schneider, which we call Baby Truba, and regular Truba, Jacob Truba, that they really do open the game up for us. You know, they play solid, you know, really good regular hockey, you know, skates on the ice, you know, making plays and passing and, and doing things right, making it simple. And Kreider says that that's a big key to their success is that, you know, the defensemen do what they need to do, but the Schneider and Trubas of this team are the ones that, you know, open it up for us. And I think that was really important for him to touch on because I think it's the truth. And the only goal left in this period that I haven't covered, um, I think was the most important. It wasn't the final goal. The final goal was by Chris Kreider, unassisted on that breakaway for the PK. But I think this is the most important. So Lafreniere scores with Mika Zibanejad getting the apple. And I think that's really important because we've had some issues with our lineups, I think. I think that's why we're not doing as well, and we're trying to figure out like who needs to go where. I think the key is as simple as putting some of our younger guys, some of the kids line, you know, some of the Krabsoffs, some of the Kakos, some of the Laffies. Put two of those guys with a veteran forward. I think it sounds so simple, but think about it. You know, a veteran top six forward, on any line with, you know, a couple guys that are really talented that just aren't 100% there yet on the upside. I think that's the way to go. Laffy and Mika, it's a good combination. These guys all play well together. It's just, I thought that the, I thought what we need to do was super stack those first two lines, you know, like, like most teams do. But I think the real answer is to put, you know, our four best forwards on four separate lines with, you know, two on each line of younger guys that, that, that want to make it, you know, some Jimmy Vesey, some Blaze, some, some Kratsoff, some, some of those other younger guys. I think that that's been the answer this whole time. I think that's been the secret sauce. And I think we unlocked that last night. So I really hope that going into this game against the Knights in Vegas, we, 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 we take a, we take a message from that book and, and we, you know, we, we make those lineup changes. I think it'll work. Honestly, I really do think it'll work. And there, there are a whole lot of things that I want to say. There are a whole lot of other things that I want to say, but I think I'm going to stop it here. This, this episode's already kind of all over the place, but I did want to leave you guys with this. I think the Rangers are on the upside. I know we always have, you know, the best hopes for these guys, but I really do think we're on the upside. I think that these lineup changes might help us a lot. These next, like, four games are insane. This week, I know that Wednesday is against the Knights, and I know that Friday is against Colorado, so we're going to have to bring our best. But... On a side note, on a lighter note, I will be seeing the Rangers play live in my town against the Vegas Golden Knights on Wednesday. 
I got VIP tickets. Me and my family, we're going to go. I'm fucking stoked. So you guys can expect my experience and that full game breakdown um, probably Thursday. You know, uh, I'll, I'll go over everything, whether we win or lose. I'm going to let you know about our, our experience and, and how it went for me there. Um, I've been following the show for a while. You know that the last time I was there, I literally almost got into three fights. Uh, so that's a long story. You guys let me know if you want me to break that down in a Broadway bonus of, of that whole scenario. But uh, yeah, it was about to go down. Um, spoiler alert, it was because Gurgiv was a net and we got rocked. So this year Vegas is insane. So hoping that even if we don't win, I hope that we play a solid hockey game. And, you know, there's no re- the reason why we didn't like win is because the Rangers shot themselves in the foot. I hope that it's, we lost because we got outplayed and nothing more than that. And I'm praying to God that they have Igor in net. I'm praying to God. I love you, Halak. And, you know, I realize that some of these losses have not been your fault. But damn, I really hope that Igor is in net. And I hope that he's Super Saiyan God mode. Igor Shosturkin. So, like I always say, just remember, it's not over until it's over. No quit. Praise be to Kako, even if he does miss the net and he can't hit it when it's open. And let's go Rangers.